HKY1, ladies and gentlemen, one of the best podcasts in Hong Kong. Ozzy, how are you doing? Mate, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sorry. This is like a running. This is this is like a theme, right? Every What's time going on? Where, podcast, where's me, the I'm energy? Where's the energy? Oh, mate. Uh, so basically, I went for a run for the first time in a few weeks. I've just been really busy with work. And this morning, I went for a run up a morning trail around at the top of Peak and back down again. Probably about an hour, 20 minutes, that type of thing. But I was struggling. Right now, guys, this is the top, top, top um, summer season. Oh, yeah. It's hot. It's hot. It's humid. It's damp. So, flipping hell, it was hard. It was was a slog. It was a slog. Blazing hot. Blazing hot. And now I'm just paying for it right now. But in a good way. In a good way. All right. (laughs) I guess that's good to hear. Well, listeners, where's the energy? Where is the energy? We got some pretty good news lately mm. uh, with the mm. flight bans being lifted, right? That, this is huge. This is a huge step forward. I'll, I would say it's a step forward. I want to say it's a huge step forward. Um, for those who don't know, is that um, Hong Kong has a wall that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it's an, I think it's uh, if a flight, an inbound flight has more than five cases five positive cases of COVID, that airline is banned from flying into Hong Kong for five days, I think, five or seven days. Yeah. Okay. So you can imagine, so, so far this month, there have been five or six airlines banned already. And we're, what, what, what is it? The 7th? No, the 9th of... Um, of uh, July, or already there's like six or seven airlines that have been bad coming into, into Hong Kong. This is just because the fact that during the summer season, a lot of foreign, a lot of students are returning home, in Hong, returning back to Hong Kong. There's a lot of people who are on holiday and are returning back to Hong Kong at this time. So you can imagine the flights have been busier. Therefore, it's highly likely that you could get to one or two or three or four or five odd case of COVID on the flight. Right, so the bands have been increasing. So you can, I know what you're thinking, listeners. You're like, okay, flights banned, you know, whatever. Just book another flight. But it's a massive knock-on effect, right? Because as well as having to have a negative COVID test to be able to fly to Hong Kong and being fully vaccinated, you need to book yourself a quarantine hotel in Hong Kong. Now, these quarantine hotels are hard to come by. They're really hard to book. So therefore, you can imagine, you get your quarantine hotel, you got that booked, you got your flight, that's all booked, you're about to board, your flight gets banned, so therefore you have to run around, try to book another flight, and then you also have to rearrange your quarantine hotel as well. So it's been causing absolute misery to a lot of people, like Hong Kong students or residents who are returning back to the city. Because the fact that flights are just being banned is very difficult for, for those yeah. people returning. But now the removal of this, this circuit breaker, I think at least people have one less thing to worry about. Do you think, Vincent? Yeah. At, at least, you know, flight, the, the cost of flights can come down, right? Because they're, they're not so highly sought after anymore. Because um, they were just scarce, right? It, it, it was, uh, 
you would have to wait until there's enough people who are willing to pay that price uh, to go a certain route. Um, but now without these, these bands in place, uh, airlines yeah. can start planning a bit better. They can get their planes in to the city, right? Granted that they do enough um, testing and, and precautions to ensure they meet those demands. Yeah. Then you'll have this, the, as long as the planes are in Hong Kong, then you'll be able to get out. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. positive. I, I think it's, I think it's um, at least, you know, a little bit of positivity, you know, after transitioning to uh, the, the new government um, uh, under uh, John Lee. What happened to Kerry, by the way? Um, the last time I checked, I think she's going to be taking up a... Uh, last time I checked is that she's establishing an office in Admiralty. Oh, okay. And she will have this... Basically, she will have staff. It's like some sort of like a transitional role. Right. When she's kind of like helping out with the transition to the new government and offering like consultancy type services to the government, if that makes sense. So she's still kind of working, but Mm. from a more of a consultant type, advisory type role. So she has her own office. She has her own staff and stuff like that, working working away, I guess, showing... Show, showing John Lee where the um, showing him where, the ropes where the, where the water cooler is, where the <laughs> toilets are, yeah. you know that type of thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, I guess that's thank you, Carrie Lamb. Thank you for your hard work. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's fine. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, interesting stuff. So did mm. you did you catch any of the? Uh, uh, the handover ceremony, but I think that happened over a typhoon. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, last weekend we had a, a big, actually it was a, usually these these typhoons are kind of a bit weak when, they, when they've come to Hong Kong recently. Yeah, but this by the one time was, we get here. Yeah, but this one was a, you know, a bit of a stonker in that, in, in that regard. It was, the wind was very, very strong. That's true. Uh, there, was a, there was a lot of heavy rain. And this was all happening while we had the, the president of China at, uh, attending the handover ceremony in Hong Kong. Um, it was, I didn't catch any of the ceremony itself. Um, to mm. be honest, I haven't got any tri- uh, terrestrial TV channels um, mm. unless you count Netflix. I think everyone's got Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, is, Netflix is the global terrestrial TV channel. It wasn't on Netflix, at least. <laughs> it, was, it was on Netflix, so I didn't see it. But uh, no, I just saw uh, clips of it on, on, on online and it was pretty much, they all line up, right? I don't know, they all line up, as in the, the government, they line up, they swear an oath and they all walk to the president of China, they bow and yeah. they walk off the stage and they do that for a long period of time. Um, there's quite a few of them to get sworn in. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think, that's about it, right? Am um, I missing something? And then they all go off and have something to eat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice dinner at the Ritz. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't follow uh, that the whole story. But then, it's just funny when when the president of China comes down to Hong Kong, he brings a typhoon with him. That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty good. I was super, you know, um, I was super like, curious about it, right? And because mm. people need to realize that um, this is one of the top two, right? apart from the president of the United States of America, you've got a mm. president. Okay, if you look at that, if you look at that S tier, S tier yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, political leaders, you've got the president of the United States and you've got the uh, president of, of China, right? Those mm. two are upper, upper tier, right? Yeah. So you have to. You know, you have to be kind of be, you can't be sitting under a rock. You have to be kind of interested to see or to know about, wow, this guy is visiting this small little area of, uh, you know, of, of the country, you know, as in uh, coming to the city of Hong Kong. Mm. It's, um, mm. In a way, it's, it was a little bit exciting, you know, I was, like, really, I was looking at the updates and saying, okay, has he arrived yet? And what are they going to do? That type of thing. But you wouldn't know of it, like, I worked normally, people were working. You wouldn't know right. that this guy's around unless you were going to, they sealed off a massive area of Wan Chai. And um, if you were working in that area or live in that area, you probably wouldn't know that he's. Oh, yeah, for out. sure. Right. Did I ever tell he, you this story? Um, I was in Japan. Then you met him. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't meet President Xi. That, that would be awesome if I met him. Any president, for that matter, I have never mm. met a single president. Have you met? A, have you met a president of a country? Uh, the... I feel like you had tea with Boris Johnson. Oh, geez, no, 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 that what that clown? Sorry, <laughs> he stepped yeah, down. I mean, by the way, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, yeah, he has. If you talk about having tea with Ronald McDonald, then yes, I did have tea <laughs> with that with that clown. Um, no, no. The closest thing I've got to meeting a world leader was Prime Minister. Uh, was it Gordon Brown? Gordon Brown came to my school. Uh, yes. So yeah, I say yes. Yes, I have. Okay. There you go. Oh, that's true. So I have also kind of met the leader then. Uh, no, you haven't. Mm -hmm. Hong Kong Chief Executive at the time, Chris Patton, came to my school. When I was studying. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. Is that the best you got? <laughs> yes, that is the that is oh the best I got. God. No, so oh the story I was going to tell. So I, I was in Japan um, for work. I was staying at. Uh, By the way, meeting the president, meeting the president of Nintendo doesn't count. All right, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What's that guy's name again? Uh, I forgot. Um, you mean yes. Japan? You're in Japan. Go. No, President of J uh, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> that doesn't <sighs> count as a president, world leader. <laughs> he is a world leader. Come on. You you're in Japan. Yes, go. Yes, I was go in on. Japan. Hotel Okura. Um, this uh, this is a pretty nice hotel. It's a very traditional, um, very very you know Japanese tr traditional hotel. Um, it's right in the middle of of. It's kind of to the side of Rapongi, um, away from the uh, the busy side of Rapongi. Kind of, it's a nice walk, you know, about 10, 20 minutes to the hotel. So uh, after work, um, after dinner with some colleagues and everything, and uh, I was just walking back. Uh, and the route I take is, is pretty standard. It's just, you know, you pass by a, a bunch of um, 
uh, uh, people's houses, uh, some gardens and stuff like that. Some, um, I think the Swedish embassy or whatever. And as I, I approached, as I approached the, the, uh, the street that goes into the hotel, I, I started to notice, uh, lots of security. And this is, this is not just your, your typical security guards, right? These, these are, these are these Japanese guys dressed in full, um, uh, police gear, but they're, they're not holding any weapons. They're holding these, uh, wooden samurai swords. So they're, they're Dude, I hope, I, I, hope I, be, I hope you're not going to be offending anyone right now. <laughs> no, I, I am. Not, I am not offending. Can I, apolog- can, I, can I apologize in advance? Apologize to our listeners in advance. But go ahead. These, Look, these you is, saw a crowd of people. This is what I saw. Holding wooden samurai swords. All right, continue. Yes. Go on. W- well, go on. yeah, katanas, right? Wooden. And, okay. Yes, they're wooden. I'm. 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 I am not. I am not telling lies here. They were wooden, um, and. They were all surrounding a perimeter, so you could see, you could see them all stand guarding um, uh, the hotel area. Uh, it, at least, um, you know, 100, 200 meters um, away from the hotel. So you could you could tell that they were just surrounding um, the entrances, uh, just blocking people off, and you know, they're not blocking people. It's just they're just observing, right? So I was just walking through. Uh, I was minding my own business. They didn't care that I walked through and that was fine. So I got into the hotel and then, uh, they had to, they had to check that, uh, I was, I was staying there. Um, and I was just, I was, I was just curious. I asked the guy what's going on. I mean, I saw a lot of these policemen, um, outside with wooden, with wooden swords. <laughs> yes, absolutely. With wooden, uh, katanas. <laughs> Go on. What did he say to you? This is secure. President Obama was visiting the hotel in a couple of days. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. I'm oh, not oh. kidding. I am not kidding. Oh, so Wait, hold on a second. So he wasn't actually there. He was, it was arriving <laughs> in two days' time. What Correct. are you talking about? Hey? I think they were prepping. I think they were prepping for the president. And so, that is the closest Vincent has ever come to beating a world leader to a world going leader to, yes going to a place he was going to go to in two years yes. time that's like me i am proud to say i stayed at the same hotel as president obama thank you very much hong kong you're one I breathe the same air as Beyonce and Kim <laughs> Kardashian. <laughs> that is not true. I do not believe you. I can't believe it. I thought you were going to say to me, oh, you know, and then President Obama walks through the lobby. <laughs> okay, I shook his hand. I'm like, okay. no, I shook his hand. He just walked through the lobby. I was like, oh, wow. You know, wow, you got that close. But no. No, I saw these guys outside the hotel with wooden samurai. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, that was it. Was it was really cool? It was cool. It was cool to see how how you know Japan, you know, uh, their I know security. I'm, I'm going to do it because you're not right. Let me apologize to our listeners, to our Japanese <laughs> listeners out there. I'm sure they were wooden samurai swords. I'm sure they it were. was some sort of traditional security weapon that they were they were using, right? Um, I apologize for Vincent, where he's stereotyping that, of course, it must be something from feudal Japan that they 
I'm, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up. I know what I saw. And if I'm offending anyone, I apologize too. But that's oh what I saw. Oh, my God. I'm in tears. You're actually making me cry. Uh, that, was, that was an awesome experience to know. I bet it was. I bet it was. Thank, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm just... oh. Laughter, laughter. It's making my belly hurt. I talk about my talk, talking about bellies. Have you been out in anywhere of eaten anything or been anywhere to have something to eat? Anywhere interesting, anywhere decent? Vincent recently? Um yeah, and that's nothing. I mean, we, we had the opportunity to have brunch at Tosca um mm-hmm. over at the Ritz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was it was it was nice. You know, someone gifted us um, uh, a cash voucher. Um, it was a gift for uh, our wedding, and it's it's been almost a year since since we got married. So uh, we thought we'd, we'd go out there and just have a nice little lunch. Uh, mm. I think I think it was Italian. I'm not sure or French. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, the key thing is you can you can order um, free flow bubbly. Right, some champagne mm-hmm. to go with your your lunch. How um, many glasses did you consume, Vincent? That's the thing. You you they, that's how they get you, right? You pay hundreds of dollars. You're like, oh, this mm. this, this this will be good. I'm I'm gonna drink a whole bunch of of, of champagne, nice mm. champagne, right? But uh, the mm. thing is, like, uh, <clears throat> you can only really have your lunch for uh, two and a half hours. So it says on the menu that you you can have free flow. But the small print is two and a half hours. So if you think about it, you're at a really nice hotel, nice setting, right? Nice people around you. You can't really go hard, can you? <laughs> it's not like you're at the local pub, downing shots, right? Um, oh, oh, wait. Have you been? Okay, you know. Do you want to explain to, to the listeners about the brunch or the free throw culture in Hong Kong? So, here? so I I never understood it. First of all. If I'm if I'm having a nice brunch, uh, I, I don't necessarily want to get overly drunk, um, you know, drowning myself with alcohol. I feel like when you're having a nice meal, you enjoy your alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my take mm-hmm. on it, right? But obviously, there's there's a a, a a whole ton of you know there's a ton of people that really enjoy. Uh, this this type of of culture. There's a brunch industry here, right? There yes. is a thing where, when a new restaurant opens, one of the one of the first things that they offer is a Sunday, Saturday, or whatever weekend brunch, right? That runs from like twelve to three o'clock. Where was it? You may have like a buffet or semi buffet, yeah. And one of the add-ons is uh, a drinks package. I don't know, where for two hours, two and a half hours, you can drink as much as you want. Either red wine, white wine, beers, and champagne, right? Yes. And I think it's, it's, it's good when it's reasonably, reasonably priced. Um, and, and, and the restaurant is okay to keep you know, topping you up. But when you're at the Ritz and every bottle of champagne is expensive, they're kind of like, uh... Maybe you should hold off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they won't—they won't be coming around to your table to top you off every time you finish a glass. Yeah, but I'm not being funny, right? But you were well within your rights to ask for it. You shouldn't oh, be yeah, embarrassed. For sure. 
just for because sure. you had you had the bloody Ritz. Look what it says on the, on the menu. It says you can have as many glasses, free flow, as many glasses yeah, as, true. as you can consume. Obviously, if you're being drunk, if you saw the meat, they shouldn't, they, they can refuse to serve you, right? Because yeah. you're disturbing yeah. the, other, the other customers. But if you're fine, if you're sitting there enjoying your, your, your lunch, so why would they delay topping you up? Mm. You shouldn't do that, regardless of the quality or the standard of the hotel. Then if they have a standard, then they shouldn't be offering free flow packages then. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I'll do next time. I'll just demand they top me up. <laughs> so when you were there, were they hesitating? Were they? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, uh, oh, okay. it, it, it's a combination of myself not wanting to uh, make a fool out of myself, right? I mean, um, what do you mean? What do you mean not making a fool? You mean asking for it and then refusing? No, just being like an angry junk person. Drunk person. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you with you with your missus, it's a different setting. Like you with your yeah, missus, exactly. You're not, you're not exactly. celebrating someone's birthday or someone leaving Hong Kong or some other. You know, no, there's a lot of leaving Hong Kong celebrations. But you weren't doing that type of thing, right? It was like a nice, you know, nice exactly party. my point. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was nice. So, it was nice. Of, so why why would you buy the drinks package then? Why would you pay for it? Oh, you didn't pay for it with the voucher, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we had we had to. Um, it wasn't enough to cover. It wasn't enough to cover the whole bill. But uh, I, 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 I feel like I had my money's worth. But uh, it's just, um, yeah, he would probably just want to have a couple glasses instead for that price. Yeah, like look, would I would I have these type of the dinners with, with, with the with the other half? It's usually I just won't drink at all. There's mm. some water, maybe a juice, and that's about it. you know that's about it. Um, if you do drink, literally one glass, that's it. You just yeah. won't go drinking, drinking. I don't, I don't think many people when they maybe they go out with you know either with the other half or just like with a friend and stuff and just having a chat. You wouldn't. Drink, 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 drink heavily, right? Because you're either catching up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's maybe it's just me. Exactly. But it's usually when you're in a group or a celebration, that is when, oh, okay, because it's hard because some people will drink, others won't drink that much. And there are mm-hmm. other people that will have one glass, and there's other people who don't drink at all. So in that yeah. type of setting, then you just have, okay, let's just have the drinks package. So you can, you know, if you want one drink, you can have one. If you want two, you can have two. If you want 10, you can have 10, right? <laughs> it just means you're not paying for that dude who's ordering 10 drinks, right? Mm-hmm. Sharing the pain. This, this is uh, uh, brunch, brunch economics. <laughs> brunch economics. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of decent things uh, like packages out there but you recommend you recommend the rich then yeah for sure i mean uh it's it's you're you're basically in the middle of the sky right you're you're way up in 100 plus floors um uh, pick a nice day though right? i mean i wouldn't go up there on a typhoon but um uh nice nice views of hong kong you know overlooking the whole hong kong island mm. um yeah it was a lovely day oh, good good good, good.
I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate. I'm glad Thank you, you sir. It. Now, thank you. Sir. Back down to back down to your level, which is around, <laughs> which is which is McDonald's, right? McDonald's. Or KFC or pork, or pork chop and rice. I, I've been upgraded to to uh, to Cafe de Corral. Oh French my cuisine. God, Jesus! There's trust me, listeners. There's nothing French about that place. Apart <laughs> <laughs> from the name. name. <laughs> in that place, right? In that cafe place, right? Cafe de Corral. What is that dish where you have? Okay, so it's rice at the bottom. Yeah. Some veg, some like. I think it's frozen veg, like peas and chopped up. Yeah, yeah. Peas. It's it's blatantly frozen veg. So frozen mixed veg. So like peas, peppers, corn, and then I think tomato sauce. Yep, that's right. On top of it. You know the dish I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. It's like a signature signature dish. And what's the meat on top? Is it pork? It's pork. Yeah, it's pork chop. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Baked pork chop rice. Oh, mate. It's just, it's, it's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> it's a signature, man. It's not right. That's, that's, that's Kaffa de Corral's um, answer to the Big Mac, right? That's it. Our, um, our, one of our loyal listeners loves it. Oh, it was one, once our co-host. Oh, my word. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I watched him eat it. Just, there you I, go. I watched him eat it in amazement. Like, wow. And he it's how it. much is that? Like 40 bucks or something? That dish? Yeah, dirt cheap. Yeah. Oh my God. And if it's that cheap, you think about the quality of the ingredients, right? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Definitely that's frozen veg from a bag. So they cut up the fruit, they open the bag. They At least it's got veg. <laughs> but then it counts because it was cheese. Cheese. Where, okay, where does the cheese come into it? Doesn't make sense. Tomatoes, right? It's, it's 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 like uh, it's basically a pasta, cross cross um, uh, r- rice. I don't know, like it's a pasta, but you replace the pasta. It's a pasta bake. That's what it is. Now that I think of it, I, have, I don't know about you. I haven't eaten much pasta bakes with uh, with pork with, with a pork chop and rice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Only in Hong Kong. Oh my God. You, and can Kong. you get that anywhere else? Like, if I go to, is that literally a Hong Kong thing, or is it somewhere? I think so. If I go yeah. to, if I go to America or UK, it's oh yeah, this is our version of the same thing. Or is it literally just a Hong Kong thing? Yeah, we we need to look that up. Listeners, let us know. I'd rather not look it up, to be honest. It might be like a Portuguese <laughs> thing, or, or or I don't know. Might not. Oh yeah, because the Portuguese came. Because the Portuguese came through here. So so far this episode, you've offended the Japanese, and now you're offending the Portuguese. So who else? Who you got left? You've got a few more nations to go. Uh, oh, the, the French as well. You know, with with oh with oh sorry, and the French as well, the and name. the French as well. Yeah. Who else? Who's next? I am a world citizen. I have to say. Jesus, my word! Absolutely unbelievable. But no, it's not. Um, so we, uh, look it up, listeners. Look it up. You know, you see the dish I'm talking about. And it's uh, I haven't tasted it, but for me, it's a combination of rice, frozen veg, cheese, tomato, and pork chop. Well, oh, hey, a ton of people love it, so I think you better go try it. Oh Lord, maybe, <laughs> maybe it just reminds me of a, it, it reminds me of a student dish. Like students came up with this it's a yeah. student dish. Now I'm intrigued. I want to know the history of pork chop rice. 
I know you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. Fun times. Fun times. All right. All right, indeed. Yeah, that, that's it for all the top news in Hong Kong, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> top, top news. Pork chop, pork, yeah. chop, pork chop and rice. Flight brands. Flight bands lifted. And, and brunches at the Ritz. Brunch at the Ritz. Up. <laughs> yeah, pork chop rice. Quarantine, <laughs> quarantine hotels. Uh, quarantine uh, hotels. Yeah. Uh, are the, are the, the quarantine um, is, is now also eased, right? I think it's five days now. No, no. no? Hotel is still seven days in hotel. Oh. Talking about stop, stop oh, okay. sending out fake, fake news. news. My right, God, we can only it's like you. People like help. you don't want to get arrested, mate. Fake news. Seven days quarantine. That's All it. Right. Trust we me, once hope. it's reduced, once it's reduced, you will be the first one to know about it because I'll tell you. Straight okay. Away. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ozzy. No problem. Anytime. I'll call year one. By the way. This is episode 45. Oh, by the way, our producer might set something up for episode 50. What do you mean he's gonna set something up? What's he gonna set up? Yeah, we yeah, that that's that's a secret. I'm just that that's all I'm telling you. He's gonna set something talking up. about it. No, just don't leave it on that, that cliffhanger. <laughs> don't leave it on that bombshell. Hong Kong, you're one.